It slices, it dices, it makes all your dreams come true. The Creators Collective provides information not only on woodworking, but metalworking, leather, electronics and more. But that's not all. It also comes with three hosts to answer all your creating questions. Now, listen along as James Wright, Zach Herberholtz and William Walker fumble through answering your questions live each Thursday morning. Listen in now and you can have this amazing podcast for the simple monthly installment of a Patreon subscription. But we're just getting started. And we're back for another exciting episode of Creators Collective, and we're starting it off with Zach's snacks, and Zach's mouth is full. And this is going to be a very, very interesting week, as two of us are completely in jet lag. So, Will, this show is on you, man. <laughs> I'll, 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 I hope I'm up to the task. I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon, uh, particularly Darren Mates, Caleb Harris, if you can make this too, and Judith Grass. Thanks for helping us make this uh, channel better. So if you want to help out with that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash creators collective and uh, help us out there. So um, let's dive into uh, this week. Uh, Zach, what you've been working on? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a mess. Um, this is like the, this is this month of my life. Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little bit deep and intense. So prepare yourselves. Mm. Um, this is like the first month of my life where I'm like, I understand alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> not that I am, not that I am, uh, indulging or, you know, been drinking, but I, I understand how it happens to people because, um, oh, no, I saw you on the bar at six, at, uh, Saturday. Uh, well, I wasn't. I, I, I don't. I actually don't like being drunk. I only. I like. I like that. There's like a sweet spot after for me. Like you know, two or three beers. You just have a little bit of something going, and you just loosen up. I. I don't even drunk. But but I get it because because <laughs> um man, just so much stuff has been happening and. I mean, I, I, I've had like three trips in the past month, I think, and just living out of suitcases. And, and I mean, the, the tri- there's a lot of great things that have happened. Don't get me wrong. But most of the stress is coming from this moving thing. Uh, this la- this latest house that we were so close on, ready to move. We, my, my wife literally starts, she has to start a job in like four weeks, Columbus. And the listing agent for the house that we were all settled on, accepted, blah, 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 inspection, good. Uh, just kept dragging and dragging and dragging. And finally, the uh, appraisal came in like two days ago, $100,000 below uh, the offer price, the listing price. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that almost that that's that's crazy. Right. Yeah. And um, so you can imagine what happens. You know, the the old codger that owns the house says it's worth at least this. And it's like you can't get nobody can get unless somebody has you know, at least a hundred thousand dollars cash floating around. Yeah. They're not going to be able to buy, they're not going to be able to buy that house. So it's never going to sell. He doesn't want to, he's not going to sell it for less than that. So we lost out on the house that, huh. um, you know, we, we already had planning, moving trucks were boxed up. And, and like I said, my wife has to be up there in like three weeks to start a new job. So hmm. like that was just gut-wrenching and we got that news the second we landed second we we got back to florida i swear this this state has (laughs) um but uh good news though we found another place just a like 20 minutes north of columbus in a nice little neighborhood has another big shop it's like 1600 square feet um i found it two days ago 
uh, we contacted our real estate agent up there. She was actually able to check it out within an hour of me sending it to her. And we put in an offer that same day. It's a better house in a better neighborhood. The shop is 1,600 feet, so it's a little bit smaller. But it has plumbing and it's fully insulated. Nice. So there, there's some advantages there and there's plenty of property to expand if we need to. Hopefully I'm not boring the crap out of anybody here. But you guys, you guys all heard about pocket holes and finger joints. This is this is the real stuff here we're talking about. <laughs> um, so I think it could end up being a good thing, but it's still, it is just so nerve wracking because we're, we're trying to expedite all of this. Um, you know, we have, we have the, uh, another, we have to do another appraisal, another inspection, all that stuff. And we are just running out of time. And we had moving estimators come by yesterday and try and figure that stuff out. And it's like, man, how, hopefully everything will come together and it'll be just fine. But it's like, I mean, moving across country is, um, I mean, it's a, it's one of, probably one of the biggest life change events you can have, a, you know, a normal life change event and to, to be right down to the wire and have everything just kind of changing on you on a daily hourly basis, just yeah. it's totally nerve wracking. So I might have forced myself to, to just get out to the shop today. Like I felt so unmotivated. It's, it's really weird. I'm so used to, I mean, I think this is why I'm self-employed is I'm so used to just being in control of things. I don't like waiting for other people or depending on other people. And I don't mean that negatively. I just, I like to be the one steering the ship and I can, I can work hard and get answers and stuff. But this whole process is, I think the worst part of it is that you have, there's so many other parties involved and you have to deal with, uh, you know, your, your agent, listing agent, broker, inspection people, appraisal people, and all the, the, the schedule. It's like waiting, hurry up and wait. You know, we're on a time crunch and it's like, well, the, the appraisal happens sometime in the next week and the inspection will happen sometime in the next week. And I'm like, can we just, can we pay you a ton of extra money and have you do it now, even though we don't have the extra money? It's that's so just, I, like, yeah. I mean, anything home buying, home uh, building, dealing with you know the bureaucracy of you know banks and county inspectors and appraisers, and it's I hate it. It's such so. a bad process. You know what? What's crazy to me is that because this is the first home that we're just you know buying, and it's you would think that the seller of the home it would make way more sense if they were responsible for the appraisal because then they would know what to list their house for. And everybody coming after that would know what the bank is willing to offer. That would just make so much more sense because we're out just from the last house for all of that stuff. We're out, you know, $1,300 that we're not going to get back to pay for inspection and appraisal. Yeah, that's, and supposed if anybody else... the, that's supposed to be the job of the realtor listing the house is letting the seller know this is what the house is actually worth. Well, I mean, they say that, but you still, the the, yeah, the I mean, buyer is responsible for the appraisal because they have to go through whoever the broker Yeah, but I'm just saying that the, I, I don't know of a of a realtor who I've ever worked with. I mean, I used to be a realtor. I I don't know of anyone who would take a listing that is over what it should be. That's just that's just dumb. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's the county appraising. Well, there's like the county assessment, right? Like with the county. Yeah. Well, at least in my area, what the county says your house is worth versus what a you know private appraiser. Yeah. Says yeah. Your well, house I is mean, worth. I think I think the catch is is your since we're applying for the loan, we're buying the house. Our loan agent or broker wants to have the house appraised because yeah. they're on the line of the balance, but. Right. 
it would still, and I understand that, but it would still be nice if whoever sold the house would have to get like an independent appraisal and put that value that way in their head. Because the problem isn't with the price of the house. The problem is with what the owner thinks the price yeah, is. Yeah. So it would be nice if there were like that reality check before people listed their house. Because this is the second house that we've lost because it's been listed way over appraisal. So this right. can't be, this can't be a, a new rare issue. I mean, we've, we've had it two times in a row. Uh, hopefully a third time's a charm. This house <laughs> is actually better and it's in a really nice space, lots of property. Um, but yeah, it's, it's totally nerve wracking. And, and I'm assuming that everybody is really tired of me talking about um, this <laughs> well, by now. So what's up with you guys? <laughs> well, I wish you luck. Thank you. <laughs> um, what about you, Will? What you got? Man, I am... All over the place. I uh, so I finally finished that uh, media console for Tools today, and I just finished the video uh, for them, and I'm 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 sending that on. Uh, that'll go on their channel at some point. Um, I am still finishing my basement, still laying down floors like an hour at a time, uh, and then and then I t- uh, started working on the cantina outside because I needed to get an exterior wall up to mount uh, the electrical panels for the pool permanently um, so I could open up the pool. Then I jumped over to building a stair system off of our deck down to the pool level so we have a better access from our main floor uh, down to the pool so you don't have to walk all the way around the house or through the basement and through the shop. Um, And I need to build a vanity uh, for the basement bathroom that I'm finishing so I can get the plumbing uh, buttoned up and install a toilet before my daughter's birthday party in three weeks. And I feel like I'm in this, like I'm swinging violently back and forth, like this like crazy pendulum from like feeling super motivated and just getting stuff done and like working outside and then working in my shop. And when the, the glue is drying on this, like jumping over here and just like, you know, getting a lot of work done and feeling really good. And then the pendulum swings the other way and I'm, I get totally overwhelmed and just don't feel like doing anything. And it's a real problem. Like, <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm like, you know, bipolar guy getting you know a lot of stuff done and then nothing done and then you know stressing that nothing's getting done and then having one really good day and feeling like oh i got this um so yeah that's what i got going on (laughs) do you guys ever feel like that like do you ever feel like exactly you were just talking about how like all this stuff needs to happen um and you're running out of time and you know but you're you're more waiting on other parties me it's like you know it, it is on me but um james i know you're just a, a robot but uh do you ever feel like that yeah all the time <laughs> okay all right okay well, especially like so right now that i just got back it's just i have three days worth of work to do um and uh, yeah I'm, I'm just chomping at the bit to get at it and yeah i'm so far behind right now <laughs> uh, yeah so i don't know how do you tackle that like you know how do you prioritize so i'm in my buddy jordan's shop right now because he's got the good internet um, and we had a good long talk last time I saw him about, you know, prioritizing your projects, you know, um, you know, getting paid, paying your bills, doing personal projects, you know, because they make you happy doing honeydews to make sure your, your significant other is happy. Um, and also, you know, like mowing the grass, like yeah. <laughs> just stuff that needs to happen. Right. Like, um, I don't know. Do you guys ever, oh, yeah. like, that is, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of to-do list. Um, okay. I have a, an app called Todoist, and uh, it allows me to color code and prioritize things. Like right now, the lawn has to be done. It's been two weeks since it's been mowed because I've been gone. And uh, 
it is a higher priority than it normally is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wake up every morning and I look at my list and I'll prioritize. Okay, this has to be done because of a video. It has to go out tomorrow, um, and and I can I can break down from there things that have to get done, things that should be good to get done, things that I'd like to get be, get done, and things that I just simply like to do. I always find the thing that I hate the very most, that I dread the very most, the one on the list that most people would put off till last and first. And then usually when that obstacle, you get like that, that relief. Endorphin of, high. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you did the thing that you least wanted to do and it seems like it, it makes everything a little bearable, but I don't know. It's, it's a matter of discipline because I'm going through the same thing right now. Like I'm, I'm kind of in a, um, I mean, a lot of great things happen. Like these events were fantastic. It was, it's always, um, it, I mean, it was incredible to, to get a hangout. We had the workbench con and then, uh, the spring make event. And then this, uh, maker central in London, which was amazing. And it was, it was incredible to meet, you know, I've met, I feel like I've met a lot of the, the U S people, um, but going over to Europe and meeting all over the world that come up to you and, you know, even like Google translating, cause they don't necessarily speak <laughs> English and, and like, just say, you know, the, the messages and stuff are just, it's incredible. So it's a great experience, but, um, you know, and it just with all the stuff going on in the background, as soon as we land, we get that news and there's just so, there's just so many things that I need to catch up on and get figured out logistically. And it, it kind of shuts me down mentally. Like I don't feel like working at all. Like I took two days of doing nothing just to kind of work through the jet lag. And I've just felt super uninspired. I don't want to do anything. I just want to like, uh, you know, I don't know what, like just sit and eat ice cream and let everything go to hell. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. I think, you know, the discipline and for, for me, I mean, just if you have, I guess, willpowers, this is when you need it is, is these, these times when you don't, when you have zero inspiration and you don't want to get out of bed and you don't want to go out to the shop, you don't want to do anything other than just like be depressed and plain about everything. And, uh, uh, so like today was like, okay, I know, I know I need this. So I'm out in the shop right now. I'm making stuff at the gym later just to, just to, you know, have something going on that, I, yeah. that at least I can feel like I have control over something or I've accomplished something and I'm not just, cause I mean, it's really easy to sit around all day. And then it seems like when night comes around, if you haven't done it, you know, if you haven't done anything during the day, you feel fine. But then nighttime, you're like, Oh my God, I did nothing today. I accomplished nothing. So, um, that's, that's not a good feeling. So at least, at least doing this, you know, uh, I'll be able to come back tonight and sleep. Okay. <laughs> then I, I talked to James uh, and Will on the internet. So yes, yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, just the, <laughs> just you know, I'm I'm getting knocking out a couple of hammers. I think today I'm going to do. I'll get number ninety eight and ninety nine forged, and um, then I think I think I'm going to do a video for number one hundred, and I think it's going to be the last hammer I forge in Florida um, as long as this third house to fall through. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's my schedule. That's, that's the plan. So at least I'll, at least I'll have accomplished something productive today. <laughs> no, I, so just, I know we keep talking about it and circling back, but I feel like we're all kind of, now we're all kind of, you know, feeling the same thing. Um, where Zach, you know, I'm always kind of, I've always been inspired by your, you know, you just like getting it done and like getting out in the shop and like, you know, knocking stuff out and like, just like actually like turning stuff out and to see you just kind of being like, I just like, I don't even want to do anything. I'm like, you know, you're just kind of downtrodden. Like I, like it's, just, it's a really slippery slope. Cause I've been there. I got there this winter where it was just like, you didn't want to like, I was like, I don't want to go to the shop. I don't want to get this done. I know I have a million things I need to get done, but I just, I'm not motivated and I can't make myself do it. Um, and then this spring, 
you know, I just started doing things that needed to get done because there's a timeline. And it was like, the more I did, the more I wanted to do. And it was like that, that total like swap in my brain, like, where it's like, okay, like now I've got motivation. Now I've got like, you know, inertia and like those positive, like the, the, whatever it is in your brain, you know, serotonin or whatever it is uh, that, you know, that release of like getting stuff done. And the more active I am, the more I want to do. And some days like just to get started, like I'll go out in the yard and like dig a hole, like, you know, something totally mindless, but like gets my heart rate up. And and then like, I'm like, okay, like now I'm focused and let's, let's do it. So it's, it's amazing. Like those things, I mean, I think it's like the same way with, I think going to the gym, the perfect example. Um, I, I never want to go. Like that's the hardest part is like, yes, getting in the car, getting Mm -hmm. in the car, going to the gym. And like, once you're there after a couple minutes, you're like, okay, all right, I'm here. It's happening. This is good. And then you're done and you feel good about it. But like the, the process of like, I'm comfortable. I'm, I don't want to move. Like I could, and you have that battle with yourself where you're like, well, I could just sit here and eat potato chips. Really nice. Uh, or, you know, I, I guess, um, you know, I could do this thing and I'll feel really nice later. And, and I think trying to rationalize things is one of the, the worst things people have a tendency of doing. You don't, you don't, you don't say no to yourself, but you give yourself instead of saying, no, I'm just never going to go again. You're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it in a couple hours. I'm just going to eat this. I'm going to eat a really big lunch and then I'll, you know, see if I feel full in an hour and then I'll eat like all these little tiny like compromises that you try and make with yourself so that you don't um, accomplish the things that you really want for yourself because you don't feel like doing them like that. That is, I think, when you have to just crack down and go for it, you're done. Like your your brain can almost be your enemy. It can work against you. You let it. So sometimes you have to say, I know this is what I want in the long run. This is good for me. I'm just going to do it. I'm not thinking about it. Go. Yep. Mind over matter, right? Yeah. You know, matter over mind. I I have to say that as much as I I like to get things done, there are times when procrastination is actually a good thing. Um, Because if if I have something I have to get done, I have a video that has to go out tomorrow. I have, you know, some product, some deadline that has to occur on a a time, then then I've got to do that. Procrastination is bad then. But if there are times when, you know, I just do not have the drive, I don't have the inspirational thought on it right now. um, And I don't, have to have it done today. I have a time slot I can fit it into tomorrow. Um, there are times when I find it very beneficial to just take a step back and say, okay, I'm just going to be lazy for a little bit. I'm going to enjoy my time and be lazy Oh yeah, certainly. and say, you know, I'll, I'll let my, let my brain stew on the project. And I find that a lot of times if I, if I just have some time down where I can let my brain wander on something, either I find an easier, more enjoyable way of doing it, or uh, I get some inspiration of a, a different way to accomplish it. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I, yeah. I knew when I got back from all this traveling and the jet lag, I'm like, I'm going to take two days and I'm not going to any. And I, I know I needed that. Um, but coming out of that can be tough because you establish like this, uh, you know, kind of pattern. And it's mm-hmm. it's weird. It's the 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 better. I feel like the better something is for you, the harder it is to establish the habit where if something's terrible for you, it's so easy to make that a habit. You know, I, yeah. I don't smoke. Yeah. But like, I mean, so maybe I'm talking out of turn, but I don't think anybody ever has a cigarette the first time and goes, oh man, this is fantastic. <laughs> this feels great. I don't think that happens very often. Um, but then people that quit, you know, they might quit for 10 years and they have one cigarette and bam, right back to it. Uh, it's yeah. just so easy to fall into these patterns of, mm-hmm. of like comfort or, you know, I don't want to say lethargy, but just things, things that aren't necessarily good for you. Yeah. 
where it's, it's a lot easier to not do things today. There's definitely something to be said about being okay with being uncomfortable, um, getting to the point where you are, where the feeling of uncomfortability is normal or is acceptable. Are you saying this as like an ultra runner or like as a... Oh, yeah, just in just... general. I mean, if, if you are in the business world and your job is, you know, making contacts and calling people and talking to people, that can be a, a terrifying thing. But getting over your, your feeling of that uncomfortability of walking up to someone and talking to them um, or, you know, the the odd things that everyone has something that's, that is out of their comfort zone, something that's uncomfortable and it's not it doesn't feel right. Um, getting to the point where you can accept that feeling of uncomfortability and be okay with that i think that's a, a valuable skill to have yeah yeah you have to yeah well i feel like this has been the self-help <laughs> episode yeah. of, um but james i know you you were you were in england uh for a good a good long while yeah um, almost two weeks wow yeah so what uh what do you got going on in your uh, well we uh we flew out to gatwick and then did uh, south of london for a couple of days Went and saw um, Highclere Castle or Downton Abbey. Um, then did uh, Seven Sisters, which is on the White Cliffs. Seven Sisters is the more beautiful version of Dover. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, absolutely gorgeous there. And then we went and did London for a couple of days. And we went up to Maker Central for a couple of days. And that was absolutely awesome. Uh, everyone everyone there in, in Britain was asking me, is is this kind of like what's what you have in the U.S.? And I'm like, no, this is this is so much better than anything in the U.S. It's um, huge, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so so many YouTubers. Because um, I mean, any other place in the U.S. is just not it's not designed or comfortable for YouTubers. I mean, you kind of have the woodworking show in Atlanta, but even then, the woodworking shows is a little like eh, we don't. They're not terribly happy with YouTubers. Um, the the cool thing about this, I think, the the Maker Central versus the other events is like I think WorkbenchCon is now like that's the big one. That's the big mm-hmm. you know if you're into YouTube, Instagram, social media, or whatever, that's the one to go to. But you know, tickets are like um, they're not cheap for WorkbenchCon, and uh, so what you get is a whole bunch of people that are already on social media. Yeah. Or, you know, that's the majority of people. And it's most, it's pretty much just everybody spending a bunch of money to hang out for a few days on stuff, which is totally worth it. I, I really like WenchCon. But what's nice about the Maker Central is it's like tickets are like 25 bucks or something. And so it's pretty much open to the public. It's open for everybody. It's a great chance for families, you know, parents to bring their kids. Yeah. And that was one of the really cool things is just seeing, you know, seeing people that are just, you know, uh, maybe they don't even have the the aspiration to do social media. They just like watching your stuff, be doing stuff on their own spare time. Uh, a lot more of that showing up. So it's just yeah. kind of a it's it's also a broader audience than just yeah. woodworking because I mean, there's a lot of you know making 3D printing electronics. Um, you know, there's someone there turning plaster, uh, turning pottery, um, and actually getting to meet and and hang out with some of the channels that aren't just YouTube um, and makers in general. I, I found that to be very, very fun. Yeah. So yeah, we did Makers Central for a couple days and then went back down to London for a couple more days and we hit pretty much every tourist event location and place in London. Uh, had a ton of fun just seeing old town London and walking on walking around in buildings that are literally a thousand years old mm-hmm. uh, and seeing some of the architecture and seeing how things were made and in, in some cases the amount of 
of quality and detail and craftsmanship that went into things. And in other cases, some places where this is this is just slapshot together, but it's still standing 800 years later. Um, it was it was kind of uh, interesting and eye opening. A lot of inspiration. Yeah. And then we flew back and got home last night at uh, what, 11 p.m. So I've been home for 10 hours. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's uh, London was really cool. Um, very like friendly. I didn't expect it to be. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I just didn't ever think of it being such a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, we we went and had one of the nights we had dinner. There was four tables in there, and every one of them. Yeah. It's just. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but there's, I mean, there's there's a lot of neat stuff there. It's people are really friendly. Uh, their beer is too warm. It's weird. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like just barely chilled. I mean, it's like almost warm. Uh. It's good, but it's just, it's strange drinking beer. That, Are you uh, drinking pints, halves, or schooners? Pints. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, so we, we did we did London, and then we took the Eurostar, which is something that I think we need everywhere in this country after riding it. It goes about, I think it went about 200 miles an hour. It mm-hmm. was insane. Um, the best way I can describe it is, you know, when you're driving in a car and like you, things that are close go by your window really fast. It's like that, but the things that are really far go by your window that fast. Like mountains go by like telephone pole. Weird. Um, they have mountain hills. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we took that to Paris for a day. Um and it was comfy. There's tons of room. You could get up and around. I don't know. Paris was, I, I was expecting some, we were expecting some, like some snootiness from the Parisians, but it was all was well. Our friend was a good experience. And we went back to London for another day to Birmingham. And that was nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, you guys want to actually do a creator's photo challenge that we haven't done in like, oh, what, a month and a half now? God, when's <laughs> the last time we were all on a podcast? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun yeah uh, this time we had the uh the creators photo challenge and we had the the joke a while ago about uh, uh do you love me or do you cact and so we asked people to submit a picture that fits into that and we had three submissions so um really good chances for three people so will have you picked yours uh yeah sure um either fernie b creations uh who uh did a uh, an acronym do you love me or do you cactus create and create things until sleep um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh and the other one is me uh or let's see somebody uh whiskey mike from texas made a cactus succulent planter and he said sorry guys i cactus uh <laughs> and then i did a drawing uh a quick drawing that looks a little bit more like the male anatomy, but <laughs> but it's stupid. So I feel I feel like since I'm one of the three, I can't choose. So you guys have to choose. Yeah, your your choice is automatically the other two. So yeah. Hmm. Was it? Do you love me or was it? Do you love it? it do you love it? Do you love it or do you cactus? Yes. Hmm. What if I I have a, a novel suggestion? <laughs> what if we used yours? and the the acronym one like what if what if what if it had the the drawing like on the front like where a pocket would be or something and then on a on the back it had the explanation (laughs) uh we could yeah we could explore this yeah picture wise i have to go with wixie whiskey mike texas uh, the idea of a, a pallet wood planter uh, that was, that was kind of cool yeah but uh, <laughs> oh, man so we gotta come up with a shirt here soon you oh, don't like you, you don't like my penis cactus <laughs> no okay <laughs> i wonder if maybe his other arm were sticking out the one scratching his chin were sticking out 
<laughs> so that he looked more cactusy. <laughs> he had the book, and then the other one was just like static, and looked a little less like a dill pickle. Maybe. <laughs> I like what did you gla- draw? I like the glasses. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, I just I uh, in Photoshop real quick. I just bloop bloop bloop. Um, yeah, I threw it together in Photoshop. <laughs> I think we could work with with those two together. You know what's interesting is we get some really weird pictures that people put our hashtag on that have obviously no relevance to anything that we do. Yeah, yeah. There's like one guy in like Indonesia that keeps putting up, and then there's one like lady with like balloons and like '80s pictures of herself, and I think it's an Italian. You <laughs> see that one? I missed that one. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah oh yeah that, like, that's that? it's like total like glam shot like 19... yeah but it looks like yeah. she looks like um uh who's the girls she looks like cindy lopper cindy lopper but with buck teeth <laughs> i sure hope she isn't a listener of because <laughs> that would be weird <laughs> one less listener <laughs> So who's actually sending out the prize this week? I think it was your turn, Will, right? Well, if but who wins? I, I Do think, I send myself I think, a prize? I think they would uh I think they just get a free shirt from maybe we should give once we get the shirts made, we give them one of those and we each give them or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to get rid of stuff because we're moving. <laughs> and I'm just gonna get a million emails. Zach's gonna like, send you a bunch of things. Zach's yeah. gonna send you twelve extra They're, small shirts. None of them are merch. It's just gonna be like junk. <laughs> random sharp like when people when people uh when people order hammers for me instead of using like packing foam i'm just gonna put like stuff i don't want in there to... like old t-shirts like they yeah, don't like, pack <laughs> just just to take up the room like your sweaty forging t-shirt like <laughs> gross uh i only have one t-shirt that i use when i forge and walk yeah that would sell well in japan what's oh yeah it's messed up <laughs> yeah sorry oh uh, all right i think we're we're descending uh <laughs> uh okay so where we land on who's doing what am i are we so we're we're promising a future shirt to the people yeah let's do that and maybe we'll send them something else so we'll have to figure out um uh the the t-shirt and design i like the idea of having both yours and the other one yeah okay somehow maybe i, I could have it refined a little bit or talk yeah, to one maybe. of my graphic designer buddies yeah if we could touch up brush up the cactus a little bit and make it look a little bit less more cactusy yeah more yeah. cactusy pick, pickled phallus <laughs> is the emblem of our podcast <laughs> all right that's the newest uh no pickled phallus all right <laughs> what's oh, the boy. what's the logo of the Swedish photo challenge the pickled phallus all right <laughs> and this this podcast is off the rails it's gone, it's gone everywhere it's gone self-help it's gone you know so who's one who's winning this week they uh the, uh do you love me or do you create and create things until sleep i i think that would i yep. like that that That's- is by uh Fernie creation. Fern, Fernib or Fernie B? Fernie sure. B. That's right. Guys, there's a B in the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Fernie B. Cool. All right, Fernie B. Send us your info and we'll get you a shirt as soon as we get those printed. In other words, like three or four years from now. Yeah. Cool. We need to do like stickers or something, something cheap and easy to ship. Well, you know, we'll have, if we get your graphic designer, I think yeah. that would be a great logo. I mean, who cares, right? Like if we, everywhere you go, there's walls of stickers true like people put their stickers on everything yeah. ours would jump out it's not a hand plane it's not a saw blade it's a cactus <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever it's super out of place maybe i'll uh i'll reach out to carlos uh of cactus workshop and say hey carlos can you do you want to collaborate on a cactus 
I uh, I got to meet him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cool. We're 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 internet buddies. We used to chat all the time. Yeah. But I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, Joshua Luther just posted in the chat. Uh, Zach, if you send me something, can you pack it with a guitar? <laughs> uh. Cool. I don't have a joke of the week, um, which I didn't think about putting one in there ahead of time. Do you guys have one? Well, then we'll mm. just skip that. Cool. Well, what we what's watching, reading, what's inspiring us? Uh, you got anything, Will? Um, honestly, this is totally uh, you know, kind of back to the you know down downness the bummed um nothing is inspiring me right now like nothing <laughs> on youtube like i like i keep scrolling through youtube and i just like like meh 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 so sorry any youtube creator that's out there listening right now uh i just haven't nothing has has you know piqued my interest um i'm kind of just over you know the river tables and the and the Lichtenberg fractals and whatever, but um, you mean YouTube? YouTube, yeah. I'd like to get back to like something that's like that really makes me go like whoa or wow or that was a beautiful design or you know. So and I've I've read all my books. You've read so, all all of the books, all of my books, all of the books that I have. Um, so I want to say I guess I've been thinking more and more about this cantina that I'm building, and I'm and I've got some logs that I'm going to mill into timbers for the uh, covered patio. Um, it's gonna be a twelve foot long by like eleven feet tall uh, vaulted ceiling timber framed patio. So I guess. I've been focusing more on, on getting back into timber framing and kind of brushing up on those skills. Um, so I guess that's what's inspiring me right now. Timber frame. Cool. Timber timbersmiths. See, I, I've got to say for inspiration, you just got to travel. Uh, go to someplace old and look at buildings. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I've been having a ton of fun in London. And I even like Maker Central, uh, they had several things on Showcase. They had someone there who built a, um, a, a small sailboat um, skiff and gorgeous construction. Uh, there were several other furniture pieces there that were just very different and very intriguing. Uh, but when I was down in London, I actually came across there's um, on the, the South shore, there is a, a beach. And when I mean a beach, I mean like a, a sandy beach that's oh, 300 foot long and maybe 20 feet deep, uh, low tide. And there's a guy who goes down there every day and makes sand sculptures on the beach. And he has a, a website, uh, the beach, the beachcaptain.com. And I, w- I actually watched a, a couple of videos on him and uh, it was, it was actually kind of cool because it's, it's just a guy who found something that he enjoys and something he wants to do for the rest of his life. And he does it day after day after day and goes down there and creates something new. And I thought that was just fantastic. Um, really kind of cool to, to see it in person. So yeah, definitely worth taking a look at. All right. Well, speaking of traveling and getting inspired, we do have a joke of the week now. Uh, and you know, what, what's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. Nice. But um, bum. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Mike. Is it Tabar or Tabor? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll do James's job and butcher your last name today. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. So I do have some, uh, some interesting news, uh, that I figured I'd share with everybody. Um, so he's traveling again. No. Well, hopefully in a month, hopefully it's a one way. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to get out at the state line and relieve myself. Right before I cross over. <laughs> that's, that's the news. <laughs> that's yeah. No, that just came to me right now. That might be, that might be my last um, uh, Instagram story. It'll just be a silhouette of me peeing on the state line. Oh man. I need, no, I need, Josh Luther, I need you pregnant? More, I need some more good news. Life apparently sounds bitter today. Um, so there is a fun little project that there is very little information on at the moment. And it involves myself, Paul Jackman, and John Graziano. And it is going to be 
a totally different podcast. Imagine that um, from any other podcast, I think. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'm going to say. And if if you uh, if you're interested, call eight one eight ask cast ask cast. It's going to be <laughs> the ask cast podcast. So call eight one eight ask cast and leave us a message. Uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we've done we we've had a couple of hangouts and a couple of trial runs, and we're, we'll probably put up our episode zero at some point in the near future. But uh, yeah, it's going to be something a little bit different. It's nice. not going to have much to do with it. <laughs> Wow. All right. Yeah. I saw Paul's it. post about the call this number and I was always intrigued, but I was too scared to call. <laughs> it's good. We have a good, I did, I did, uh, we have a nice voice message. If nothing else, just call and call. Him. <laughs> but yeah, leave us, if you have a question on anything, it can be making related, but preferably not. This is, uh, we want a podcast that is going to go totally off the rails and nobody's going to, br- nobody's there to, to bring it back to any sort of point. So we have no <laughs> idea. Boxers or briefs. <laughs> yeah let leave us a message i can't have hair <laughs> oh cool. yeah so so that's happening uh, well then let's uh let's see what's our what's our favorite tool of the week what you got zach oh oh um no i did that last time because i just got back from trip i was going to say my my iso t- i think i literally said that the last podcast uh okay somebody yeah, i was actually using my iso tunes quite a bit this week airplanes are fantastic for them if anybody wants a discount use zhf there you go. all right uh, since we're, my, we're going down the affiliate train uh i got I go Starbond adhesives. Uh, they are the freshest CA glues on the market, uh, and they come from Japan. And they're imported, I think, through San Francisco. And I'm an affiliate of theirs. You can save ten percent using code Walker ten at checkout. Starbond adhesives. They make things stick together. Is that their, is that their catchphrase? It sounded like no, a, it sounded made, like a script. No, I just made that up. That's perfect. <laughs> Thanks. I do. I do pretty pretty bad infomercials we should and we should uh try and start reading ours like they're scripted at the end <laughs> we should <laughs> we'll go the other way instead of i mean we we really don't do ads on this podcast but we should actually go the other way and start not do ads but try and make them sound like ads we'll try and yeah. make them as commercially repulsive as possible <laughs> starbond adhesives the preferred ca glues of cat burglars anywhere <laughs> Why would a cat burglar use adhesive? Do you want to lose your fingerprints? Use Starbond adhesives to <laughs> stick your fingers together. Something something for sticky fingers. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I've, I've got the next glue test coming up. I'm hoping to start it this week. So maybe I'll throw something in there. This message was brought to you by Starbond adhesives. <laughs> Get yourself out of a sticky situation. Well, I'm going to move on from one affiliate to another. Because I have to give a shout out Making the best of a sticky situation. There you go. That's money. (laughs) All right. Remember, you can save 10%. Walker 10. All right. (laughs) Starbond adhesives. All right, James. Who who did you want to give a shout out to? Uh, DFM, DFM, he just made a new dowel plate and I have been playing with mine. I got one of the early rollouts of it and it is so much fun. Um, if you ever used a dowel plate to make dowels, have either of you used a dowel plate to make dowels? Yeah, I made my own. Okay. This is, this is rather than having a straight hole, it's actually a tapered hole. So it's, so there's a cutting edge on the top, um, but then it's open on the bottom. So it slides through easier. Oh, nice. And you get a much cleaner cut from it. Um, it's really, really kind of cool. And uh, I've that's been a, having a ton a great of idea. So I'll be having a video coming out that later today. Um, but he just got another set of those up. And so they are now available on Amazon and uh, well worth it. If you want a dowel plate, that's the one to get. 
I'll check it out. I, I, yeah, mine mine works. It's just, you know, like you said, they're not as clean because uh, the straight hole. A dowel plate for those who want dowels. Apparently it's a doer plate on the on the link. There you doer, go. Doer. <laughs> wow, that was a little off in spelling. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, well, oh, on that note. Week. Do I have a tool of the week? I don't think I have a tool of the week. Safety glasses. It's like the only thing I took with me. You took your own safety glasses. That's nice. Yeah. I don't I don't like those like you know it's a lot of things things evolve. The only thing that doesn't are like safety glasses. They're like they're still like nineteen ninety five. Like yeah, the, all the safety glasses you see, they're like they're like the blades from like nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or or they're like the huge clunky ones, like that old people wear when they or drive. that you wore in science class. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I I found a good pair. I guess they are kind of old school, but um, they have frames and they don't scratch. I think it's called Magid M E I D. I bought two sets a while ago, and they're the best safety glasses I have. And they decide, uh, yeah. Are we doing cool. inspiration now? We already did inspiration. I don't think I did. I say one. No, we do. We skip you. Yeah, you said you had nothing. Oh no, it was Will that said nothing. I said nothing. Oh, you know, you listed Askask. Yeah, my inspiration. Well, what's oh, your that inspiration? Was just an announcement. Okay. Uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. You know what? Do this is weird, but do any of you guys follow people that are terrible just so that you can see their stuff like you in real life yourself? Or no? Oh, I see. What you mean. Like on Instagram or something? No, I mean I'm not gonna. Obviously, not gonna say any names. But is it like, is it me? Follow this guy because he sucks, and you'll feel way better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason you follow Will, you know, the William Walker Company. Uh, no, no, I don't. Bond. Yeah, um, no, uh, you should. It's sometimes it's it's fun to watch people. This it sounds terrible. It sounds like I'm being. I, I'm if I were if I mentioned names, I would be being. And I don't think there's anybody really in like Archie or any record. But like sometimes it's good to you know kind of see people who aren't good. I mean, is that, is that weird? Is that mean? I, I don't intend it to, but makes uh, you feel good when others. It can, you know, um, and obviously I, I want everybody, I wish everybody the best success. Uh, but uh, I think sometimes it can be good to see some things that kind of, uh, you know, make you <laughs> make you appreciate your own work. See, with me, I would have the opposite problem. I would look at something and be like, wow, like I would have done that differently or, you know, well, man, they should have done. That's a ex- good thing, too. Like, but like you can, you can gain from that from uh, well, you know but and, and, and I would even, look at it I I'd look at it and be like you know that's poorly constructed or that joint's going to fail or you know what were they thinking and then look at like you know their website where they're selling stuff and they're like killing it or they've got you know I don't know I'd get uh, I'd get I'd be like man why well, do I do what I do I think being able to uh, you know, critique things and look at things that are bad and, and ask yourself, why is this bad? Uh, that's a val- that's, that's worth your time. Um, you know, cause, cause sometimes, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see something and you're like, God, why? Or like, say uh, even something simple as like a knife on Instagram, like, wow, that is really terrible. And then you're like, why does it look so bad? And and that can actually teach you like, oh, well the, the handle is too short or this curve doesn't go with the straight line or this clashes colors are bad or like, uh, whatever like these these simple things are can uh you know i think they can really kind of improve your eye for detail and you can even get ideas from looking at terrible uh so i don't know i think there's there's certainly a value in that it's like when i used to guitar lesson i felt like i learned more teaching than i did you know learning a lot of the times because you have to you have to figure out how to you have to analyze like if somebody wants to learn how to play something you're like okay well 
oh, how, why, why do I do that? Like, how do I do that? These things that are almost second nature to you never really had to break down uh, small pieces. You kind of have to do that rather, yeah. than, rather than just being like, I don't know, you just do this. You're like, no, okay, I have to break it down note for note. Looking at a, a bad piece of furniture, you can go, uh, I know it looks bad, but why does it look bad? And how would they be able to fix that? Sometimes, I don't know, they're kind of that. So um, find some find some people that suck and, and follow them. <laughs> Way to bring it back, Zach. Yeah. Well, on that uh, note, I think we've had enough fun for one day. <laughs> So I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who came on to this. Uh, if you want to join us live, you can join us Thursday at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And we are live on YouTube, Creators Collective channel. And you can have your questions answered on air if we ever get around to doing that. <laughs> or have some fun in the background and uh, um, play the, the games that go on in the live chat. So I think that's about it. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Adios. Start. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to The Creators Collective. We publish weekly on Thursdays in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media pages everywhere at Creators Collective. We're also live streaming every week on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Just look up the YouTube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live. And until next time, keep on creating.